Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The Moab murder of married couple Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner has been on the loose for the last nine months. Kylan's dad, Sean Paul Schulte, he has been pleading to the public for their help. He even set up a clue booth in hopes that he can catch the killer. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And just recently, he brought in Dog the Bounty Hunter. And now there's been an announcement of a suspect, but could he really be the one responsible? I have some questions. Let's get into it. Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner were camping out in the LaSalle Mountains just outside of Moab, Utah. And they had mentioned that there was this creeper guy around the campground, and it was said that this guy was quite adamant that this was his spot to camp. They mentioned this creeper guy on Friday, August the 13th, while they were at a local pub. They mentioned it to some friends, and also that they were thinking of moving camping spots. Saturday morning, they woke up, they went into town, they ran into somebody that they knew, so they chit-chatted for a while, and once again, this creeper guy came up. They went back to their campsite, and they met their demise. It was said that Kylan and Crystal were shot six times each. So this is the most, one of the most 43 years experience doing this, being a bounty hunter on law enforcement, horrendous killings, double homicides I've ever seen. Both girls were shot three times a piece and then three times more. Then their bodies were drug headfirst down to a creek <clears throat> and it was raining and I think the killer thought the rain could arose and the creek went down. I don't think so once I got there. They drugged the bodies down or he did or she did to get him out of the way. 
A few days later, they were found deceased and the creeper guy was nowhere to be found. Dog the Bounty Hunter said that he actually obtained footage of a wedding that occurred that weekend. And we heard a little bit before about the wedding and that there was some sort of footage, but Dog stated that he has footage that the cops do not have. There are so many mistakes made in this homicide slaughter. Right across the street, guess what? Probably the police already know this. There's a wedding going on. No one's heard the video because we are getting it. They hear the shots. Get this. What do you call it up in the air? There's a drone in the air shooting the wedding thing. We're going to look at that. We may have a picture of the car. He also said that because of this footage that they had to review, that it would tell things like maybe if it was one shooter or two, because it was said that these shots were heard and were recorded. I'll show you the clip. We're going to know if it was 12 shots in a row or if he shot six times, dropped the clip and shot six more. That's going to tell us a lot about who it was that did it. There are some things coming out. This guy who did it made a terrible mistake. He did it in daylight. Someone heard or seen something. So on Wednesday, May 11th, a suspect was announced by the authorities. But also, there was a woman who is familiar in this case or to this case, and she was treated as a suspect as well. And this woman and another person had questioned the authorities about the timing, etc. More on that in a minute. Back to the named suspect. He wasn't a foreigner to the town, he was a local. He lived right here in Moab. In fact, he worked at the McDonald's that Crystal worked at. And Crystal was at the McDonald's on the day of her and Kylan's murder. They were switching out vehicles and parked one at the McDonald's. Now this guy's name is Adam Pinkischwitz. Hopefully I got that right. But people just seem to be calling him Adam Pincus. Makes it easier for me. He's 45 years old. And there's some interesting circumstances surrounding this. He lived in several different states. He was born in Texas. He lived in Florida, Utah, Michigan, and Montana. And he left Moab shortly after the women were murdered. And Adam worked with Crystal at McDonald's and he didn't ever pick up his paycheck. And then he killed himself shortly after the murders. Now authorities won't say any details about where he was found, when he died, or anything like that. And it's interesting because I do a little bit of genealogy and when I was looking, I couldn't find an obituary or uh, find a grave, which is a site that they have. There was nothing of the sort, which I found interesting. Now, allegedly, this Adam guy confessed to another person and said that he killed two women in Utah. The authorities are saying that there's specific information that only the authorities knew about. Workers at McDonald's had said that it could be Adam and they said he had a chip on his shoulder. He believed because the boss at McDonald's was in a same-sex relationship that that person gave preferential treatment to Crystal and he was quite salty about it. He also was described as homeless and had been in a fight before with another same-sex couple. He was described as bad news. Now, what doesn't make sense to me, and I'm sure the same goes for you, is 
If Adam was a co-worker, which he was, why did the women call him a creeper guy and not say his name at all? They mentioned the creeper guy to a couple of people. Why not the name? It's a, it's a small town, right? Wouldn't they have said, well, you know the guy that I work with, Adam? Well, yeah, he's been acting super creepy. Or there's this guy I work with and he isn't leaving us alone. Or perhaps would she not have said that because she just didn't want to get into the details of this guy's name. But it was something else they said. They said if something bad happened to them, that they were murdered and it was by this creeper guy. But no mention of the name. It's odd, right? Let me know what you think below. Now, according to Jason Jensen, who is the PI who was hired by Sean Paul, he said it sounds very strong that he's the guy who did it and the cards are lining up against him. He had animus towards these girls, which is another word for hostility. He was familiar with his victims. He abandoned his job and avoided picking up his check. Guilty conscience activities. But Jason also said, if he was a coworker, why would they tell their friend a creeper is bothering us? Even though they say in crime that coincidences don't happen, well, occasionally you will have a coincidence. And one of Jason's belief is that Adam followed the women and then ambushed them. Now, Dog the Bounty Hunter is very vocal and he said he doesn't believe and he's not convinced that this Adam guy is the actual killer. He says, one, Adam was known to the girls. And he said, so the creepy man thing is out the window because she would have said it's Adam. That's exactly what I thought. The guy that the leads are pointing to, Crystal did not know. And I don't want to label him a creepy man, but if I was to label a creepy man the way this guy looks, I would say him. And he also says, the reason we don't believe Adam is the guy is we have several other information, several other people telling us that it's not him and that they got other information. Now, he gave an interview in the beginning when they first started the investigation in Moab last week meaning Dog the Bounty Hunter, and then he also did a little follow-up at News Nation. Now, he said that they interviewed 100 people, and they narrowed it down to nine, I think it was, and they just kept bringing it down, bringing it down, and in the end of this visit and this investigation, he actually sent a bunch of stuff off to the FBI and narrowed down who he thinks it is. Have a look. The new suspect the sheriff come up with <clears throat> is good as a suspect, but I don't think he's the shooter. I think we've got the shooter. Mm. We're turning all our information tomorrow over to the FBI and the sheriff, and we'll see what happens from there. And it's important to note that Dog said a lot of people thought the sheriff found the guy that did it. He's not saying that, meaning the authorities. We are saying that we got a lot of people saying that are referring to one other person. Three different people are saying the same guy. And that has gone up since that quote. Now let's talk about the woman who is treated as a suspect. Her name's Cindy Sue Hunter. She's the one who found the girls at the campsite. And she's a friend of Kylan's dad, Sean Paul. Now what's interesting was that she was served a warrant and was told that she's a suspect. She said, they served me with a warrant. I said, I don't understand. Why do you need to take my phone? And they said, because you're a suspect in the murder. Now, interesting how she's a suspect. And I just think back and I'm a little spicy about this, but I think back to Justin Evans case and how the roommates were right there. They took pictures of a bunch of the shed uh, in, which is a murder scene and 
they distributed it everywhere and to me they got preferential treatment no phones taken away no nothing taken away super suspicious circumstances etc etc anyways if you want to see that you could check that out below she also said that the authorities told her she kept changing her stories she said, they say that my story kept changing. It's like my story never changed. They told me how much time they and the police department were spending or the FBI listening to every interview and reading every interview I had done and that my story was continually changing. They said that the phone pinged up on the mountains. I said, of course my phone pinged on the mountain. It was summer and I went there two or three times a week on average to walk my dogs. Cindy Sue also took some pictures of the crime scene and shared them. And she said, they said that I had posted pictures of the crime scene and I said I shared those pictures, yes. I deleted them off my phone shortly thereafter and I offered them to the police and I went into the department and asked them if they wanted them and they said no, they didn't need them. Interesting, let me know your thoughts. And she's questioning the timing of the announcement of Adam being the suspect. She's also questioning the timing of the announcement around the time that Dog's coming into town. She says, it's incredibly convenient that Dog the Bounty Hunter shows up and is going to get down and dirty with Moab and their entire investigation and they miraculously come up with a killer. The other person who's questioning the authorities said, there's still a lot of questions that we have for the Sheriff's Department. When did they find out about the confession? When did they find out about the suicide? When did they get possession of the car? There's a car, a 2007 Yaris, that they want and know more information about more on that in a minute. Now this person also said that this was a horrible hate crime and said that when it came to Adam he was very vocal about his homophobic opinions. So Dog was in town all last week. Sean Paul had reached out to him for months and he agreed to come. Sean Paul says thank you for answering my prayers. And Dog and his team went to the murder site at the campground and he believes that someone who is local did this to these women. And the person knows at least one of the women. He says, the murderer had to know them. When you shoot someone six times a piece, this is worse than any hate crime. Usually the only thing that drives someone to kill like that is love. He says, I read more of the report and how they were th shot three times, three times, three times. And I thought, you punk, wait till I get a hold of you. Now in the News Nation interview, he says he believes he has the shooter. And the cops initially interviewed this guy, but then let him go, which makes me think, about the guy in the car. If you haven't seen that video, click below. I have timelines on Crystal and Kylan. But there was a 27-year-old guy and he got pulled over by the cops just shortly after. It was August 17th. It was three days after they were killed. And the police said it was a very odd encounter. Documents state he was so unnerving that the veteran law enforcement officer decided not to write the speeding ticket as he did not want to take his eyes off him. The officer also noted that he acted oddly for being pulled over for speeding, almost a combination of euphoria and that he had been caught doing something wrong. Now this guy just got hired on to the Moonflower, which is the place where Kylan Schulte worked. But it was not until the 16th, so the day before he got pulled over, was when he got hired. But there was also an encounter where he gave a rose to one of the girls at work, it might have been Kylan, 
no, he gave a red rose to the cashier um, at this market. And when he was interviewed, this is very interesting as well. Law enforcement said that his demeanor was similar to people that I've had interactions with who had untreated mental health issues. He would often make vague references when asking direct questions, stare vacantly at the person talking to him, and answer in non-committal ways. He was asked if he murdered Kylan and Crystal, and he said no. Also notable is he didn't have an alibi for Friday or Saturday or Sunday. And in documents it says the only thing he did say was he would travel to a spot that he often slept at as it was away from people. He described the location that he would normally sleep at as 100 to 300 yards up the loop road from the Moab overlook on a dirt road and that he had left a blanket there. And this guy also said that he returned routinely sleeps in his car and often camps along the LaSalle Loop Road, which is where Kylan and Crystal were camping, right near there. It says law enforcement found the place that this man talked about and they found two blankets and a jacket that appeared to have blood on it. The authorities gathered these items and it was noted that it had been rained on, potentially compromising the evidence. Now that area where these items were found would be passed by the girls on the way to the campsite. And women who knew this guy told police that he makes unwanted advances towards women and made them feel uneasy. And he did tell authorities that he saw Crystal and Kylan at McDonald's when he went in for fries. And Crystal worked there and they also would park their van there, Crystal and Kylan, and they would sleep in the parking lot. He was ruled out. This guy has always bothered me because they also wanted to, from my memory, they wanted to test his car and he refused. I gotta double check on that one. What do you think about that guy? Maybe it's the one that Dog's talking about. Anyone tips for Dog the Bounty Hunter can call or text 833-TELL-DOG, which is 835-5364. I'll have that in the description box below. As for the authorities, they said the case is not closed. They said anyone with information regarding Adam or his vehicle, which is the 2007 black Yaris in the picture, should call the sheriff's office at 435-259-8115. In the meantime, the authorities are looking for DNA and blood evidence in that vehicle. Check out my videos on the case right here. Please subscribe, please like, and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. Now this guy's name is Adam Pinkishwitz. Now this guy's name is Adam Pinkishwitz. <laughs> and now recently there's been an, 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 an announcement. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.